Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Born Again Club Pod. I'm Troy Miller and today we'll be having a look at the Book of Acts. Now, the Book of Acts is the fifth book in the New Testament. But before we crack into that, um, I'm going to get straight into our prayer. So if you just bow your head and pray with me, that would be great. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today with full hearts, full of gratitude and reverence. You are the creator of all things. You are the giver of life and the source of our strength. We thank you for your unending love, grace and mercy that sustains us each day. Lord Jesus, we acknowledge you as our Saviour and Lord. We are grateful for your sacrifice on the cross through which you have received forgiveness of our sins and eternal life. Help us to follow your example of love, compassion and selflessness in our daily lives. Holy Spirit, we invite you to dwell within us and guide our thoughts, words and actions. Empower us to live according to you, your will and to be the light in this world reflecting your love and truth to those around us. Heavenly Father, we lift up our praises and thanksgiving to you for the blessings we have. We thank you for our families, friends and loved ones. Grant them health, happiness and protection. We also pray for those who are suffering or in need. May your healing touch be upon them and may your provision meet their every need. Lord, we pray for our leaders, both in our nation and around the world. Grant them wisdom, discernment, and a heart for justice. Guide them in making decisions that promote peace, unity, and the well-being of all people. We pray for the church, the body of Christ, that it may continue to be a beacon of hope and a source of comfort for those who are seeking truth. Help us to be united in love and to fulfill the Great Commission, sharing the good news of your salvation to all nations. Lastly, Lord, we surrender our lives to you, trusting in your perfect plan and purpose for us. Help us to live in obedience to your word and to seek your guidance in all that we do. Fill us with your peace, joy and hope, even in the midst of challenges and trials. In Jesus' great name we pray, amen. Yes, <clears throat> amen indeed. We, um, as I said, we'll be looking at the, uh, the book of Acts today, um, which, um, as I said, the book of Acts um, in the Bible contains several verses that are significant in, um, in terms of the narrative theological themes or teachings presented in the book um, and I'm just going to pick out a few um, notable verses today as opposed to going through um, and reading um, you know most of the the verses that I have done um, in, in in last week's episode. <clears throat> I just wanted to, to touch on um, that the book of Acts is also known um, as the Acts of the Apostles. Um, and as I said, it's the fifth book of the New Testament in the Bible. And it, it provides the accounts of, early, uh, of the early Christian church, 
primarily focusing on the actions and the teachings of the apostles, particularly Peter and Paul. Um, and as I said, I picked out some key parts. But I just before I get started on um, the Bible today, I just wanted to talk about... Um, <clears throat> so I, I mentioned that I... I, I mentioned in one of the, the latest episodes um, that I, 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 I listen and I hear um, God speaking to me. Now, as I've said in the past, it's not an audible voice that I hear, but it's a feeling that comes upon me. And as I was praying the other night um, to ask God what, what, um, what part of the Bible I should share with you all, today um i felt it in my heart and it was something that i actually forgot about but i felt it in my heart to share a story he said to me um tell him about that time you were driving the truck and so um i felt like today would be a good good time to share um a story that that i have that um really made me um aware that, that that God was was there for me and that he was trying to speak to me um if if you listen to him if you allow it and and as I've said it's more of a it's more of a gut feeling that you get and and it wasn't like I've heard this message and then acted on it it was like I had no choice um I just got this feeling that come upon me and I acted straight away without even thinking about it so basically to summarize, I was I used to do um, delivery driving, and I was driving in a little tray truck, um, and I was coming through um, a little town called Yarraman, um, and if you know Yarraman um, and Nanango, so it was in between Yarraman and Nanango, on a um, on the on the overtaking lane part. Anyway, I was heading back to Nanango. Um, and, and I used to always drive with my driver's side window down. Um, I used to always drive and, and have my, my arm or fat, fat arm in it, as some people call it. Um, but as I was coming through Yarraman, I, I got this overwhelming feeling um, to put my window up. And so, as I said, it wasn't a... I didn't consciously think... Um, oh, why am I feeling like this? I need to put my window up. I, I acted straight away. I just had this overwhelming feeling that I needed to put my window up. And anyway, not even a minute after I put the window up, I heard this almighty bang. That shook me. So I, I pulled over. Um, I was a little bit, you know, shaken because uh, it was a really loud bang. And I noticed that the driver's side window was absolutely shattered. Absolutely shattered. A truck had come past and flung up a rock or something and it had smashed the window. Now, as I looked at the window, there was like a bullet hole. Not a literal bullet hole, but there was like a an, imp an impact um, hole where whatever had flung up from the road had hit. And it was actually in line directly with my, with my temple. Um, so... You know, I I think to this day that if I hadn't listened, I probably would have would have been dead um, because it it would have hit me that hard. The the force that it hit the window, um, if it hadn't have killed me straight away, 
it probably would have knocked me unconscious and I would have gone off the road and, and crashed and either been seriously hurt or killed. So it's just little things like that um, that remind you that, you know, God is there. And if you're willing to listen, um, he can do things in your life, um, whether that be, you know, save you from from things like, um, you know, accidents or or if it's anything else, if you need provision in your life, if you need guidance, um, listen. If you pray and you listen and you get a feeling that comes over you, don't ignore it because it's probably God talking to you. Anyway, as we move into the um, the next part of, of the Bible, so I, as I said, I prayed again last week to see which part of the Bible I should uh, focus on this week, and I got the book of Acts. Um, that was put onto my heart. So, you know, we've gone away from um, John and Matthew that we originally planned, and I'm just letting God take the wheel, and I'm letting him guide this podcast to try and get the message out there um, that he wants to spread at this point in time. Because I know for a fact <clears throat> that I have got listeners, and I just want to thank my listeners. I never imagined that I'd have listeners in America and Germany and... Um, um, there's another place <clears throat> uh, that I've that escapes my mind now, but I know I've got a lot of listeners overseas. So not only do I have a lot of listeners in Australia, but I've got a lot of listeners overseas. And I know that sometimes <clears throat> these messages that are coming um, from my mouth are messages from God that can um, probably touch someone who's listening, um, which is which is great. And I love to be a part of that um, in spreading God's word. So, as I said, there's a there's a few things I want to touch on today um, from the Book of Acts. Um, number one being the ascension of Jesus. Um, so, in Acts, it begins with the the account of Jesus's ascension into heaven after his resurrection, um, and this event sets the stage for the coming of the Holy Spirit uh, and the the empowerment of the disciples. Uh, the second part is Pentecost. One of the most significant events in Acts is the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit descends upon the disciples in Jerusalem. Uh, this event marks the birth of the early Christian church and the beginning of the apostles' ministry. The third part is Peter's sermon and the conversion of 3,000 following the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Peter delivers a powerful sermon to the crowd proclaiming Jesus as the Messiah. About 3,000 people respond to his message and are baptised, forming the first Christian community. Um, so that's pretty powerful in the book of Acts. Number four, um, it's miracles and healing. So throughout Acts, there are numerous accounts of miracles and healings performed by the apostles. Uh, these miracles serve to authenticate their message and demonstrate the power of God at work in the early church. Number five, expansion of the gospel. Acts chronicles the spread of the gospel message beyond Jerusalem. The apostles, particularly Peter and Paul, traveled to various regions, including Samaria, uh, Asia Minor, so modern-day Turkey, uh, Greece and Rome, preaching the good news and establishing new Christian communities. Uh, number six, conversion of Paul. Acts dedicates several chapters to the conversion of Saul of um, Tarsus who later becomes the Apostle Paul. Paul's encounter um, 
with the the risen Christ on the road to Damascus leads to his radical transformation and his subsequent role as a prominent figure in the early church. Number seven, Council of Jerusalem. Acts portrays the Council of Jerusalem where the, where the early church leaders come together to address the issues of whether Gentile, so non-Jewish, converts to the Christian uh, Christianity should observe Jewish law and customs. The council decides that Gentile believers are not required to be circumcised or adhere to the Mosaic law. Number eight, Paul's missionary journeys. The book follows Paul's three major missionary journeys during which he travels to various cities, establishes churches and encounters opposition from both Jews and Gentiles. These journeys play a crucial role in the spread of Christianity throughout the uh, the Roman Empire. And number nine, Paul's arrest and trial. Towards the end of Acts, the focus shifts to Paul's arrest in Jerusalem and his subsequent imprisonment. He is eventually taken to Rome, where he appeals to, uh, appeals to Caesar and awaits trial. Acts concludes with Paul still under house arrest, but continuing to proclaim the gospel. And so I guess that that is powerful in itself, that last part where Paul's under arrest and he's um, continuing to pro- proclaim the gospel. So, um, you know, he believed in Jesus and the resurrection, he believed that Jesus, he knew that Jesus was the Messiah, um, so he he just never gave up proclaiming that, um, which is powerful stuff. The book of Acts provides valuable insights into the early days of Christian church, the work of the Holy Spirit, the expansion of the gospel, and the challenges faced by the apostles as they establish and nurtured Christian communities. So we'll start with um, some verses um, for the ascension of Jesus. And you can find this verse in Acts 1, 9 to 11. And it says, And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So that verse for me um, is a good one, because we know um, a lot of people wonder how Jesus is going to come back. when it's his time to come back and um, it basically just sums it up that he's going to come from the heavens um, and you know he's the, you're going to hear the trumpets and, and all that sort of thing so if there's anyone that is out there that claims to be Jesus um, and I know there's a few around that claim that they're Jesus and they've come back um for the second coming, um, <clears throat> I'd be asking them um, when they come back and if there's there's any proof of this because it says in the Bible that uh, we will know when he comes back because he will appear from the heavens. 
the second verse is about Pentecost. <clears throat> and you can find this verse in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. And it says, When the day of Pentecost arrives, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound of a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting and divided tongues as the fire appeared to them and rested on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, and that, so I used to go to a, a Pentecostal church um, and, you know, I don't doubt that there's still people out there that, that speak in tongues. Um, that are filled with that um, a gift, I guess. Um, but there is a lot. I, I feel like there's a lot of people within Pentecost. Just from my experiences, Pentecostal churches that want to believe um, they have this gift so bad that sometimes they may put it on. But I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know for sure. Um, but I know there is some people out there that have this gift and the Holy Spirit comes down and gives you the gifts. It, the Holy Spirit can give you the gifts of um, of speaking in tongues. It can give you the gifts of healing. Um, it can give you the the gifts of um, prophesying. Um, but you have to be very careful with who, as as new Christians, as, as, as born-again Christians, you have to be very careful... Um, about who you listen to when when they come up and tell you these things. I've had some some people come up and, and claim to have these gifts and um, they've showed me very quickly that they may not be telling the whole truth. Um, so basically, yeah, just be careful. There are people out there that have got gifts from God, but there are a lot that... Um, sort of pull the wool over your eyes if you're new. And I found out when I, I started going back to church that there was some people that would take advantage of you if you're vulnerable um, in in your beliefs and in your in your faith. So, all right, moving on to number three. So Peter's sermon and the conversion of 3,000. And you can find this in Acts chapter 2, verses 38 through 41. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourself from this crooked generation, so those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that, and there were added that day about three thousand souls. I haven't been baptized yet. Um, I do believe that, bap that um, being baptized is important. Um, I want to be baptized. I just feel that. I have to be ready. I don't think it's something that you just go and do um, if you're not ready to fully commit yourself to Jesus because um, 
and and I wasn't I haven't been ready for many years to fully commit myself to Jesus. I didn't feel like baptism was right for me um, because I didn't want to fall. I didn't want to be a hypocrite, um, you know, be baptized and then continue to willingly sin, which um, I struggled with a lot of temptation, as I mentioned in my first episode, um, with alcohol and um, and sex and all these sorts of things. Um, I, I really struggled with temptation, so I didn't feel that I was ready to be baptized. But as as I sort of um, move forward in my faith and move forward um, in my Christianity, I'm starting to get closer to that time where I feel like I'm ready to be baptized. Um, so I'm hoping that within the next year or so, I will feel it well and truly in my heart to be baptized. But until that day where God puts it on me and says it's time, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it and I and I just feel like it's not a it's not a per well it is a personal choice but at the same time I feel like I pray to God and I say God am I ready to be baptized yet um and I just don't feel anything coming back um I, I feel you know when you you have the the feeling inside your own in your so your gut feelings and it's like no you you feel like you've got more work to do I I interpret that as God's word talking to me. So he says, no, you've still got a little bit more work to do, Troy. So, um, which I'm going to continue to do. And I, I feel like this podcast is a um, is another way for me to, to push further in to God, um, to understand God and Jesus, um, and, and to get more of an idea through studying the Bible with everyone here. Um, what it means to be truly baptized, to be truly saved, to understand Jesus, to have a relationship with God, um, and and be, I guess, one of his disciples. Moving on, number four, miracles and healings. You can find this in Acts chapter 3, verses 6 through 8. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pardon my speech. (laughs) Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. Now, as I said before, people can be gifted um, the gift from God of healing. Um, As I've said before, there are some people who falsely proclaim to have healing power. And it is a horrible thing to see in churches when people who don't have the gift try to have the gift because you've got... I've, I've... actually experienced in my time at church people proclaiming to have the gift of healing and you see so many people just wanting to be healed people that are in pain people that can't walk people that are in wheelchairs and they just want to believe so much that these people have healing ability they go up and they put all their faith into them 
and these people crouch down and they heal over them. Uh, they they pray over them, and they and they proclaim that they're going to heal them. And then, to the disappointment of the people stuck in wheelchairs or with chronic pain, nothing changes. So I say again, if you are coming into the faith, and I, I just don't want you to be vulnerable or naive to the fact that there are people out there who claim to have these gifts that don't have these gifts. Not everyone is lucky enough to get the gifts from God. There's only few people in the world that have these gifts. And it comes down to faith and belief as well. Um, but, you know, I don't doubt that some of these people believe that they have the gift. But there's a lot that I feel like just want it to be more about them than Jesus. And I've ha I've experienced this in my life, going to church, that there's people in the church that want to put more of a focus on themselves than they want to put on, on Jesus. And I've seen people walk away disappointed and um, heartbroken that these people have said that they can do a certain thing and they haven't been able to follow through. So just be very careful. Very careful. Moving on to number five, conversions of Paul. And you can find this in Acts chapter nine, verses three to six. Now, as he went on his way, he approached Damascus and suddenly a light from the heavens shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city and you will be told what you are to do. Um... Now, this sounds like he's hearing audible voices. Um, but as I said, uh, when, when, you, when you hear the Lord speak to you, you hear Jesus speak to you. Um, I feel like it, for me, and it could be different for other people, it's more of an internal feeling, as I've said. But I'm, I'm not going to continue on that. I think I've made a, a pretty good point um, so far um, of, of the way that I interact with God. We'll, we'll skip on to number six, the Council of Jerusalem. And this is found in Acts chapter 15, verses 19 to 20. Therefore, my judgment is that we should not trouble those of Gentiles who turn to God, but should write to them to abstain from the things polluted by idols and from sexual immorality and from what has been strangled and from blood. So basically, um, I interpret this as that people, we should be, as Christians, we should be um, spreading the good news of Jesus to absolutely everybody. And, and I don't mean go out there and, and push it down people's throats, but I mean plant seeds. Talk about your faith, but don't push it on anyone. Um, because I feel like that pushes people away more than it does enticing them. But you know, you can you can educate people um, in a gentle sort of way. Um, it's very hard these days 
to get people to buy in um, to Christianity um, and to understand the truth because so many people in this world, in this day and age, are so immersed in technology and um, societal standards of who they should be have taken over and, you know, pressure from friends and pe- pressure from, you know, movies and television and YouTube and other podcasts take over and they think that they have to act a certain way according to what society says and they don't understand the words um, of Jesus and they don't understand uh, the will of God. Um, so... And that's sad because we know that um, people that don't know Jesus won't walk through the gates of heaven. So I actively try to plant seeds because I want everyone that I know and love to be saved. And I want everyone to walk through the gates of heaven when they die. But not everyone's going to be saved. <clears throat> but from my, from my own point of view, um, things I abstain from now... Um, I don't, I obviously have people whom I respect, um, people whom I, um, like to listen to, so different music artists and different podcasters, um, but we have to remember that we can't idolize them. No one is bigger than Jesus, and, um, I think that, I think that, um, once you start to sort of press that into your own mind, um, it's 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 easier to remember to 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 um when you get yourself carried away from the things of the world, you need to um, focus back in on Jesus and and meditate on His Word. Um, I've abstained from sexual immorality, um, which was hard for me because, like, in all honesty. From from a young age, it was it was taught to me through friends and television and movies that you know you weren't much of a person if you couldn't pick up or you couldn't um, you know get a girl to be sexually attracted to you or to have sex with you or um, and so a lot of my sexual immorality come came from a place of vulnerability and um, I guess wanting to prove a point to be somebody um, that could be respected or somebody that could um, make a name for himself um, you know and and that's hard to think about now I've now I'm um, fully awake to, to Jesus. Um, it's hard for me to think back to the way that I was um, trying to get my kicks from from sex and things like that. Um, but I believe that I've had to go through all of those um, those things in life to be able to fully understand um, my beliefs and 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 the message that Jesus spread and and the will of God. Moving on to number seven, Paul's missionary journeys. And you can find this verse in Acts chapter 16, verses 9 to 10. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night, a man of Macedonia, 
was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Beautiful. So, again, if you want to pray and you there's something like you feel God's calling to you, like, I need you to do this, I need you to... Uh, go on a mission or I need you to plant a seed in so-and-so, uh, he will talk to you. Uh, I felt a calling to to produce this podcast. I had no idea how to preach the Bible. <laughs> I've got no idea how to do it, so I'm kind of just muttering stuff. But I'm working it out as I go along. And I think <clears throat> God sort of told me last week, instead of just reading out the verses from the Bible and trying to interpret it really just speak from within yourself and from what you've learned. So if I say things that don't quite make sense to you, um, that's because I'm just speaking about my own experiences and my own sort of beliefs and things that I've picked up through my Christian journey. This may, this may, um, you know, touch other people. They may understand what I'm saying. They may be like, okay, well, yeah, I've never looked at it from that way before, but now I'm looking at it from that way um, because Troy put it sort of in simple terms. I've been told in the past that sometimes the things I say sound dumb, but sometimes um, the dumb things I say make more sense than um, somebody talking sense, if that makes sense. Anyway, Acts, so we'll go to Paul's arrest and trial, um, and you can find this in Acts 28, verses 30 and 31. He lived there two whole years and at his own expense and welcomed all who called him, or came to him rather, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Um, yeah, so... Even though there was people trying to bring Paul down, um, he just never stopped proclaiming um, the kingdom of God and he never stopped teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. He was like, no, I don't care what you guys want to do to me. I don't care what you say about me. I don't care what will happen to me. Jesus is king and I am going to let everyone know about it because that's what Jesus has called me to do. Um, and I just think that's, I just think that's awesome. These verses highlight significant moments and teaching in the books, the book of Acts, showcasing the ascension of Jesus, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the conversion of thousands, the performing of miracles, the conversion of Paul or Saul. The decisions of the Council of Jerusalem, the journeys of Paul and the enduring proclamation of the gospel despite Paul's imprisonment. I really hope you have enjoyed, enjoyed today's episode. I really hope that through my ramblings you have taken something out of today. Just remember, as I always say, if you are struggling with life, if you have some mental demons, if you're not feeling the greatest, just 
Pray, ask Jesus to come into your heart, give your life to Jesus, lift up all your worries and lay them at his feet because they are not yours to hang on to. They are not your burden. Jesus has given us a promise that anything that we struggle with, we can give to him. We give our life to him. We put all our trust, all our faith in him um, and he will guide the way. Whether that path takes you through some tricky tricky periods of life, it's all about learning and understanding to draw you closer into God. And that is my belief. I hope you all have a blessed week. I hope you all um, have been able to take something out of today's podcast. And I really look forward to talking to you all again next week. I have been Troy Miller and this has been the Born Again Club Pod.